Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Let's kick off the show. Blackhall Tambo Mayor Andrew Martin joining us. Uh, firstly, um, good morning, Andrew. A great result for Tambo races on the weekend. Obviously, a big crowd out there at Tambo, um, which speaks volumes. So, I mean, regardless of the fact, the community coming together and these are things that we want to see more often. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the old bush spirit's alive and well and... In the bush, yeah, it was a great day. Beautiful weather too, and some some great racing. Dobbo, there's some there's some pretty good old nags running around out here, and we had jockeys from all over the place. A uh, couple of couple of first rides for well, first visits for jockeys from you know Brisbane and the coast. Um, yeah, it was a great day. Great yeah. day. Horses from everywhere, people from everywhere. Yeah, it's fantastic for the community, and and from all reports, talking to people, um, that, that they just said it was their best one yet. And and you're right, yep. there are a lot of jockeys having to come out there because of the shortages. We talked about that with Keithy Ballard last week, but racing Queensland well and truly onto that, and they are making sure that things are looking in the right direction. Uh, mate, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, the the new Blackhall Woolscow now an update and progress report. It, there will be a feasibility study done now on it, which is the starting point, and which is what you've been working towards to actually get it and find out whether or not it can uh, coexist in Blackhall. Yeah, um, we, this is the third one. We've done the capex and opex. Um, this is more of an environmental. Uh, uh, it's the progressing towards to cut to cut off. It's the progression towards going to the public. We we have you know we've got all the ducks in a row. The logistics are still extraordinarily in favour of Blackhall compared to places like Warrnambool, Dubbo. Uh, well, not Dubbo, Warrnambool Parks, uh, and, and a number of other quick ones that we've looked at. Uh, much more logistically in favour than anything overseas. Um, it's 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 a long hard road, man. Man, these things take some time. But the government, the state government, has been very very generous and given us a, quite a substantial grant to continue this. Uh, this and, and that's a major breakthrough. When governments recognise that we're onto something, uh, well, we've got a whole new we've got a whole new sail full of you know we run up the spinnaker now. We're we're on the we're on a home run and it's quite exciting, Gobba. Quite exciting. We're it's it's. Not any easier, but it's very exciting that we, we're finally getting this recognition that it deserves. Do you do you think it's going to happen, Andrew? I mean, if we could get the funding, <laughs> I mean this genuinely because it, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense. Like and and yep. Yep. and it would be amazing for an economy. We were talking about these bloody wind farms. I'm going to get to them shortly with you, but how <laughs> how they're coming to towns and they're not doing anything for anybody. I mean, they understand with the agreement, but they're not bringing jobs. These kind of things like a wool scout, not only in its development and its infancy stage, but also its long-term sustainability for what it does for a town. Now, it might not yeah. even be everybody's cup of tea. It really might not, but I understand that it, it does 100% bring more jobs, bring more money into the economy. Can can it can it actually happen? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you look at you look at the progression. They probably said the same thing in Warrnambool uh, all those years ago. They said the same thing in 
God, I don't know. Ilkley in England. Can it happen? Will it happen? How will it happen? What do, what do you do? These these are pretty big, brave things. Uh, look at the Barcaldon Regional Energy, the Renewable Energy Project. Um, all of a sudden, I've got a grant from the government, a, a substantial one, much more than, than we got, but that's, that's fine. They've been at it a lot longer and they have a lot more uh, backers at the moment. Um, it's possible. It's possible. All you need is energy and belief and... and, and and those things, it sounds, you know, there's still a bit of the why black all thing, and I, I can only answer it with why Wuhan. Yeah. You know, $9,000 a boat a day for a boatload of wool, it used to be. Yeah. At the height of COVID, it was $152,000 a day. Yeah. Now, you know, the cost of transport in Australia has risen, but not. Not in that, not in that dynamic. Um, the logistics are so. We've got the water, we've got the land, we've got the the right environmental credentials. Uh, we have access to any number of high tech um, machinery lines. Sure. It's it's all possible. All you need is all you need is to do it, and to do it, we need the money, and that that's coming. That's, yeah, two hundred million to cover capital costs. That's the that's the big one. That's, plus, it, plus the feasibility a, and the a, water license. Plus, you need yeah, sure. Plus the, yeah. the energy supply. That's the big thing. And I mean, all that stuff is achievable. There's no two and and two hundred million. I know it sounds like a lot, but in the the scale of what it is, and and with private enterprise, there are businesses that would be willing to invest. There, there just are. Oh, yeah. there, there is a lot of them, and off the back of making it, you know, with renewables and, and clean energy and, you know, they feel fluffy and all good about themselves. They come in droves at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, For your information, we haven't looked at wind uh, wind energy for it, but solar, solar energy as a real – and the heat of the water. Yeah. You can store the heat into the carbon rod so that you can dry wool at night, you know, so – and it's twenty four seven thing. Two hundred million dollars is at the end of stage three. The first stage is forty five million. Okay, and we won't be buying the wool. It will be tolling, uh, tolling, which is a funny word. But under contract, we will be scouring wool for any number of uh, potential customers from overseas who are sick to death of watching it go past them to to Wuhan and then back again, and then up again to the northern hemisphere. They're just sick to death of that. So. Um, that, that's the first stage. Yeah, two hundred million at the end for one hundred and thirty-five million dollars a year turnover. Not bad. Yeah, I, I think it works well. You were part of this Bush Council's convention, and yeah, I, I talked about this yesterday. Mm. Let's talk about stock routes. There's such a contentious issue at the moment. You have them, and they're a big part of your shire. Who should be in charge and who should fund them? And I want I want an honest Andrew assessment of it because there is a lot of you know there's two sides to this and I don't know where they're going to meet in the middle. Yeah, meeting in the middle is going to be. I guess which which middle is the is the question. Look, uh, it's it's not all that complicated. When I first went away to United Grocery Association meetings in about 1982 or three or something. It was on the agenda. Same thing. Same thing. And my father said, oh, that used to be on the agenda in the 50s. And I said, yeah, right. Well, here we go. And it's still on the agenda uh, for local government. The, the world wants an environmental corridor. The state government keep telling us 
and, and the Greens and the community keep telling us to stop it. So invaluable. A great environmental corridor. Got to keep the weeds off them. Got to keep the water there. Blah, 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 blah. Well, if everyone wants it, everyone's got to pay for it. That's the simple answer. Uh, I'm sick to death of, and and most uh, trustees of stock routes around the west of this state are sick to death of having to dig in for half a million dollars uh, to maintain these stock routes for maybe 4,000, 5,000 head of cattle to go through a year. Um, you know, in the old days, we'd get about $400 for a mob of cows going through. Uh, at a cost to us, a direct cost to us of about twenty one hundred. Oh, no. Well, we got under the new regime, we we got twenty one hundred dollars the other day for a cost of about three and a half thousand dollars. So we're still we're still digging into our pockets, maintaining an asset for the rest of the world. Now, the rest of the world wants it. The rest of the world's going to have to cough up a little bit. And you know, we're told what sort of tanks to put in, and we're saying, well, okay, you put them in. No, 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 no. That's your job. No, it's not our job. You cannot put a tank on a black soil plant, blah, blah, you know, the whole thing. You've got to fix that windmill. No, we're not going to fix the windmill because there's no one here to maintain it. Um, okay, well, you can so put it So how does it get yeah, fixed? Can... How does it get fixed? Because this it is doesn't. exactly... So, so what happens to the stock routes? Well, you know, the worst-case scenario, and it would be a bloody tragedy, the worst-case scenario is that we'll walk away from the stock routes. Okay, you want to put... You want to drive your cattle through it. You 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 put them through the Pimalia. You put them through the yeah. the Parthenian. You you get your own water. You you find your own way. It's all right. Don't worry. The fences are buggered. The weeds are bad. The trough. There's no trough. You get your own water. Your own trough. That's the worst case scenario. There's a middle there somewhere where at, we recover some of the cost of envir of, of maintaining, and indeed in cases improving the the quality of a state asset. The Crown owns the bloody thing. Why Why have we got to cop the crow for the whole lot of it? For four or 5,000, some stock routes in some shires haven't had a beast on them for, for 15, 20 years, and yet they've still got to maintain this asset. Yeah. Our guest this morning is the Blackall Tambo Shire Mayor, Andrew Martin, on rural Queensland today. We're going to take a break, come back, because this gravel pit issue is absolutely at the forefront of drama at the present moment. We're going to talk about gravel pits throughout rural and regional Queensland and just down this rabbit hole with the government, things have gone. This is rural Queensland today. Andrew Martin, our guest this morning.